Does underarm hair make armpits smell worse? There's home video of me crotch grabbing. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that walks like an Egyptian. I still have that song on my playlist. Do you really? I do. I don't always listen to it when it comes on in the car or something. I'm not always in the mood, but I feel like if I was like just in my room or something and it came on, I'd be more apt to listen to it because then I could indeed walk like an Egyptian. And, and there's nothing like a good song with some whistling in it. Mm-hmm. I remember... I was probably like eight years old playing some sort of like flash game on one of y'all's laptops. And uh, that song, I think you played it or it just came on and I was just blown away. <laughs> I remember I'd, the, I saw the music video and I thought it was so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, really, we did too, man. It came out in 1986. <laughs> it's 34 years old. We loved that song when it came out. It's not that cool, really. It's pretty cool. It, yeah, but it's not as mind-blowing to me now. There were a couple of girl bands. They were the Bangles and then mm-hmm. the Go-Go's. Man, just the music of the 80s during that time was just awesome. I know not all of it stands the test of time, but growing up in the 80s, those songs were fucking magical. Those bands <laughs> were magical. It was just a magical time musically for me. It was just... Yeah. There was just something different about that genre of music it intertwined with the culture of the people at the time. I don't know, man. It's hard to explain, but there was some shit music in the 80s, too. But well, there there's so, always shit music. Well, yeah, but there was so much cool stuff. Do you still like that song? I do. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, you, uh, if you're one of our young listeners, um, you preteens out there that don't know of the Bengals Walk Like an Egyptian. Well, the um, Chinese know. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. Nice. Well, I'm Vince. <laughs> I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending that good old quality father-son time together. This is episode number 60. I, I just want to take a second and appreciate. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of myself for that one. Oh, for uh, the, <laughs> the, the Chinese, Chinese no? no? Yeah. That felt so good. <laughs> yeah. Pat yourself on the back for that one. That was that was good. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully, there'll be more to come. Uh, yeah, let's hope. All right, so episode number 60, do you have anything cool to say about that, like you're supposed to? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking. Uh... I'll take that as a no. So, everybody, uh, What do you, know, you rhyme with 60? I mean, you you don't have to rhyme it. You could be like, yeah, sexy 60, well, coming I was up like trying, that or something like that. I was that. trying to like rhyme it. I was just trying to help you with coming up with some ideas by like, saying rhyme. Do whatever you want like to with 56 it. 56 pickup sticks. Just give me, give me a little something. Um, Gripst, Gripsty. All right, everybody, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vincent Jack. All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. This is the time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. Yeah. So first and foremost, that was your job last week. I sucked at it. You did suck at it. Do you have a newfound respect 
for the no. job that I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> you memorized it and you you used to just used to read it off a piece of paper and then set the paper down and then we'd start talking again because you didn't want the paper noise to pick up on the mic. That's not true. I have, n- <laughs> I have nothing in front of me. I've been a seasoned professional from day one. Yeah, you just remembered your lines perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not totally. that damn hard, but you made it look extremely hard I last Because I never week. do it. But you listen to it every I, look. I so you watch you, someone play professional tennis and you you become a pro tennis player? Really? You're going to show up at Wimbledon? Really? You know exactly what you're doing. You're the best at what you do because no, well, well, no one you, else knows how to do that. Can you say that one more time? Uh, the you're going where, to Wimbledon? The, the part where I was best at what I do. Yes, I know what you wanted me to say. Nice. You you know those lines better than anybody else is what I'm trying to say. Here's my so somebody like like say Chris or Erica they they hear you say it all the time, mm-hmm. and I, I bet they can't do it that well. Bullshit! I bear, I guarantee either one of them or Gary could sit down in this chair and, and say the things that I say. I set the bar about as low as you could have. Yeah. So That's, whatever. Fuck you. You do that week You're in week out. Shit. All right. Next, we watched Gladiator last week, and you uh, you had some issues with it. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask you, a week later... Did it grow on me? Did it grow on you? Do you feel a bit better about it? Would uh, you change your score at all? I'll give it up to somewhere in the 70s range. Really? All right. I, mean, it, I still don't love it, but it doesn't deserve a fail. It really doesn't. No, it really doesn't. But, I mean, I was heated, and that's how I felt in the you, moment. You were so. heated. And I know we're not supposed to compare, but um, I'm going to do it anyway. So I just kind of <laughs> want to go over some more of these movies. You already did that, like no, that no, no, same no. episode. But here's some other ones that I got to look in. Um, better movie, Gladiator or Roll Bounce? Uh, no comment. Because <laughs> you gave Roll Bounce a 76 and Gladiator a 61. Better movie, Gladiator or Beer Fest? Beer Fest. What? I actually liked Gosh. Beer Fest better than that. Better movie, Gladiator or Team America World Police? So you're not supposed to compare scores? Better movie. Especially across, the com- those are polar opposite movies. Better movie, Gladiator or Police Academy? <laughs> oh no. Better movie Gladiator or Scary Movie 3, which you gave 21 points higher than Gladiator. Because I like Scary Movie 3. Better movie Gladiator or Final Destination 3, which you gave oh. 26 points higher than Gladiator. So how about every time I disagree with your rating, All I right, moving give on. you shit. Moving on. Fucker. All right, got anything else? Nope. Shocking, man. Just so, so shocking. When will you bring something to the lobby again? Is that day in the future? Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't All right, know. Let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. Okay, so you're going to be a little bit surprised by the first thing I say. It's rated PG or something? No, the year. Oh, yeah, okay. 1984. That's really interesting. Uh, the rating, too. It's rated PG. That's also interesting. A <laughs> uh, runtime of 94 minutes. Nice and short. <laughs> uh, I wish I could skip the ratings, but Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 29%, and the audience gave it a 65%. IMDb rated this a 5.1 out of 10 stars. The Mormon mothers tell us that damn is used, there is no alcohol or smoking, and that two boys talk about girls. This movie is called... Break into Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> oh, good lord. 
which I've either seen the first or second or both back when I was like nine years old, maybe 10 or something like that. So it's been a long time, but I wonder if the first movie got as bad of ratings as this one did. I've seen them both. I I think I've seen both as well. I I feel like it's the (laughs) exact same plot for both of them. But again, this like... Like Hardcore Henry, this isn't a movie you're watching for plot. This is a movie you're watching for the kick-ass mm-hmm. breakdancing skills. And I remember one of the guys' names is Turbo. Mm-hmm. But that's about all I remember. <sighs> okay, well, um, <laughs> let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 1984's Break Into Electric Boogaloo. We are. <laughs> great great jack pick right there way out of left field maybe my most out of left field pick so far and um, that's uh that's saying something or most unexpected maybe i mean like borat and bruno those are classic jack picks but those were also somewhat to be expected because of the way i am I, this one i feel like this was i was throwing a curveball when you're expecting a sinker or something I usually expect sinkers. Fuck you. <laughs> you Fuck you. I, you know what? I, <laughs> I'm never surprised. Well, okay, let me take that back. I'm surprised, but I'm never shocked, I guess, with, but I with mean, what you might pick. I, I would have never even guessed that this was on your list. And this was the last thing on my list, that uh, the most recent thing I'd put on there. <laughs> I don't remember putting it on there, but I guess I just had a golden moment while I was probably playing a game or something. I was like, oh, shit. I can't forget. I can't forget this. I don't know if I'd refer to that as a golden moment. Well, is it, I mean... It, Brass at best. So I may not bring movies that are the best movies ever, like you strive to, but I feel like a lot of mine make for good conversation. All right, let me give it the 50-cent tour. I mean, it's been done a million times. I think it was done in Breaking One. Electric dum dum. <laughs> so, so you see it. <laughs> Electric dum dum. I stand that, by that. That was that was so bad. Oh my it's god! One of the worst. One Electric dum dum. I will never forget that. That was my golden moment. Um. Okay. So. The, the underdogs of the town, which all happen to be breakdancers, are going to lose their community center unless they can raise a whole lot of money because there's the mean guy in the suit who wants to tear it down for a shopping mall. Yeah. Will these kids be able to dance their way into saving the building? Sadly, yes. <laughs> That's what I got It's been say. done, man. It's been done millions and millions of times. Yeah. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. Disappointed with her small part in the chorus line of a Los Angeles show, jazz dancer Kelly, played by Lucinda Dickey, quits and heads home. Her father disapproves of Kelly's friendship with street dancers Ozone, played by Adolfo Shabadu Quinones, and Turbo, Michael Boogaloo Shrimp Chambers. And (laughs) encourages... It sounds like we're talking about some, like, really weird, like, space comic or something. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> Boogaloo shrimp. So dad encourages her to pursue an opportunity to perform in Paris. 
Ignoring his wishes, Kelly teams up with her friends for a breakdancing benefit show to save an endangered community center. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Terrible. It's very ridiculous. Terrible. You know what? I, I remember being a kid and seeing the first break-in and thinking, okay, I, I like that because I've said it before. I like movies where there's dancing. When people dance good, it's always cool to watch. I remember when this came out, kind of excited about it, I guess, and being disappointed back in 1984 well, <laughs> whenever it came out. Yeah. And I'm still disappointed. <laughs> well, yeah. And this movie, you, you, there's no way you don't agree with me. This did not feel like an hour and a half. It, it felt like two hours. I was thinking that as we were watching it. I was going to go like like one minute longer than Gladiator. It, it just kind of felt like a fever dream, <laughs> but it was also like every single dancing section that like that you would have thought lasted like 15, 20 seconds. It would have been like a little like a transition to the next scene. Just been like, oh, he did something cool. Then he starts dancing. No, it never like faded away into some other scene. It always turned into like a citywide flash mob after every single like it was just every dancing scene lasted a lot longer than you thought it would. Yep. And so this was more of a it was a comedy movie because you're just watching it and you're like, shit, how long is this one gonna last? Is but this one gonna last super long? It wasn't a comedy movie though. That's the whole thing. It wasn't meant to be, but it was hilarious. We laughed so many I know. times you were watching like, this. You were like, they don't know when to say when on the dance Dude, like scenes. when does when to fucking when enough is enough. I know. And it's like so uh, Ozone, he had just spray painted something on the very top uh, of their community center that said save our Streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Save Our Streets. SOS. Yeah. And so then he like finishes that, and he starts dancing. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is about to end, and it's going to go to the next thing. <laughs> and then he he it, like pans down to the street and the, the mime guy, which was a weird touch. <sighs> Many weird characters in this movie that mm. never say a word, but are just in it. But he looks up, and so then he kind of starts dancing, and then Ozone starts like, Throwing his hands like a like, like a magician casting was, a spell. I was gonna say the emperor from a Star Wars okay. electrocuting somebody, and then boom, a bunch of people appear, and then he does it again, and a bunch of people come out from behind the trees, <laughs> and then he like makes his way down to the street level, and there's just a ton of people. They're all dancing. I couldn't tell you what happened after that. They just they just kept dancing. <laughs> and kept dancing and, and kept dancing yeah and then kept dancing more it's funny and because then they danced again more the dance scenes really were the transition but it, the transition lasted so much longer than like the other scenes seven minutes like there was one scene and i can't remember what it was that was literally 45 seconds and then a six minute dance scene there was probably <laughs> 18 19 minutes of actual dialogue and scenes other than dancing in this movie? Uh or 20. So it, it depends. So you can split it into three groups. Dial pure dialogue, pure dancing, and then dialogue with dancing in it. I would say there's probably 15 minutes of only dialogue, maybe less. Then <laughs> if this is an hour and a half <laughs> like, I don't. You can't even really split the pure dance and the. I, it's just, 
a lot of dancing. Oh my and it, gosh. And believe it or not, it does get tiring. This was very tiring to watch. <laughs> because it felt like all the dancing was the same. I'm doing this thing with my arms and, and then, then with my legs. And then with my legs, legs and I'm like having a seizure while standing. And Kelly's like, kicking her leg up real high and, and doing yeah. that little. No bras, though. That was cool. There were no bras in Not, 1980s what, breakdance people. I, I said it at like 30 minutes in the movie or something like that. Like, there's no bras. Were bras not invented in the 80s? And then I was like thinking maybe I'd see a bra. Nope. No. Just a lot of nips. Nipping. All right. So I want to get into a couple things that I wrote in my notes because... You wrote a lot, I feel like. <laughs> the, the plot and the... I mean... The plot and the rest of the stuff doesn't really warrant any more speaking about. So no. I just kind of want to go over some of the things I wrote. Back in the 80s, I fucking wished I could break dance. <laughs> I still wish I could break <laughs> I mean, dance. I, I mean, it's too. cool. Because, I'm, as, not like these people. No. I want to break dance like spinning on my back like they showed like six times in this movie. The rest of it was just like aggressive jiggling of body parts well, some and of them, like angular movement of your hands. That was called the wave. No, no, it was like oh yeah, like uh, like a pop and lock of your fingers, of your and hands wrists and, and fingers, like that. and that's like I do that when I food dance. Though one time there's literally ozone like moved his hand over and then rotated it like he was like waiting for someone to place like a Hershey kiss in the palm of his hand, and that was his dance move. And I'm like, like put me in this movie, and I'd be better than a lot of them. Yeah, I would love to see you in this movie. Yeah, I'd I be doing like the it. the chunk truffle. Like, I would go so hard on this movie, because that's all they did. I'd put me in a crop top and some brightly colored clothes, maybe give me a few different choices of what uh, color beret I'd like to wear. Ozone <laughs> was king of the hats. He was always changing. He had, like, a Confederate soldier hat on, and then he became, like, a like a Brigadier General Green Beret, except it was black, and then later he had a red beret, and then he had, like, a he had zoot a, suit hat. And, and on some of his hats, he would attach, like, a Davy Crockett type tail to it, like a white like fox tail or something. Yeah. It was strange, but their dancing was for the most part well entertaining for a little while, and then not entertaining for the most part for the rest of the movie. But it was just not impressive. It was like bad dancing along to the a soundtrack that all s- songs pretty much sounded the same. A surprise visit from the talentless Ice T. You think Ice T would like a uh, a redo of this and and turn down that part? Yes, I mean Ice T wouldn't. So like he tried to be really hard for a while. He he started like this metal band called Body Count. And I've I just, heard of that. My, my guess is he looks back on this and was like, "Motherfucker, that wasn't worth the eighty dollars I made doing that." And his name is Ice T. That's like a joke name. That's like a, a rapper comedian is what I would think first before yeah. I thought actual rapper. Uh huh. Like Ice T. It's just a joke. Okay, like but, that's a joke of a name. All right, it goes together, but, it, but come on. Okay, but Ice Cube. That, but that I don't know. Ice Cube had the gangster though. All right, so let's switch that uh, around. Ice T. Let's to switch. me, he sounds like MC Hammer. Let's that switch, style. Let's switch it around though. Let's say that Ice T was Ice Cube back in the day, and then your your singer in NWA is Ice T. I think we'd be having the opposite conversation right now. I'd be like, I think we'd be saying, yeah, yeah, fucking Ice Cube. That's a fucking joke name. But it's I, Ice Cube is definitely interchangeable with Ice T. But you know who Ice Cube is. If you had no knowledge of either styles of these guys' raps or even knew who they were, you'd think they're both jokes. I, but one of them is a gangster and the other one is MC Hammer, but, but older. Like, all right, so let's 
let's talk about that. I think a lot of rapper names are ridiculous. Snoop Dogg, Puff Daddy. I mean, you know, any they any only of those, get worse. Any of those could be you know, a little baby, little butthole, little. I mean, <laughs> just all the little. I'd be little cornholio. I mean, it's just <laughs> stupid. But it's funny because in the beginning we talked about the Bangles and the Go Go's and how those. And how the music was great in the 80s. There was also music like this shit. And so I looked up the soundtrack and tell me if you've heard of any of these uh, bands. Are there three songs in it? Well, right? no. <laughs> there, it, it has 10. There were more than that. But no we have uh, Ollie and Jerry, Firefox, George Kranz, another one by Ollie and Jerry, Steve Don, Carolyn Towns, Midway, Mark Scott, Rags to Riches. You, uh, you, you familiar with no. any of those uh, 80s bands? I was more focused right now. The TV, we, we left it on because their names are on it. For a, The word cast is at the top of the screen, so we're not deep in the cast. But I see head nurse. That was a 15-minute scene. Was she the big nurse? Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know <laughs> most of the people in this movie. It was a crowd of, like, fucking 1,500 extras. There's nobody notable. It goes, Kelly... Ozone, Turbo. I barely. Rhonda was the bitch, right? Who hated I have no Kelly? No idea. I think Rhonda hated Kelly. Who? I guess Byron's probably the electric rock main guy. Or the dad? Who knows, man? No, no. Miss and Mister Bennett are next. <laughs> okay. Who are not even named? Then Strobe, which he's, he's played by Steve Sugarfoot Notario. Then Lucia. Uh, I guess that was uh, the the girl who. Apparently spoke Spanish, but also said Mino Ingles. Yeah. So uh, that La- was great. She was the Latina that uh, <sighs> Turbo was interested in. Mino Ingles. <laughs> Whenever the, the head nurse was telling her she couldn't do something, uh, I cannot believe. And her voice was like this. Oh, Mino Ingles. That's not how you say it. I took, what, two years of Spanish, not counting conversational, because that's a joke. And I know it's... Like the no habla inglés. I can't speak English. Or no hablo for I. Me no inglés. Great. That's just insane. That's, she got her point across, though. But that just really made me think she speaks Spanish natively. All right. So <laughs> some of the things I wrote down. Um, Kelly, hot or not? No. No? Well, she was like, like the most, what's the word? Like cliche, standard... A stereotype 80s white girl. Really. She looked like how yes I imagine. No. She looked how I imagined. Hit me with your best shot. Like, that's Pat Benatar, right? Same hair. You're right. And, and she looks like half of the cast in... Uh, Fast Times? Yeah. And uh, Ridgemont... Or not... No. I have, <laughs> uh, 16 Candles. I feel like she and the redhead chick look very similar. Like, not, not super no. hot, but like, not oh. quite super good girl, though. They're like in between, and they're like casted for these roles of rich girl. <laughs> I mean, they both were. No, she didn't have money in Sixteen Candles. I thought her parents were rich ones. No. Oh, maybe that's how everyone perceived her. No. Molly Ringworm, <laughs> Ring Ringwald. You call her Ringworm. Dreamy Jake was rich. I thought it was. I thought when they were standing in, like sitting in the circle, like saying what they thought about each other, the judge things, was she had those super expensive diamond earrings, remember? That's Breakfast Club, dude. Oh, why am I? Yeah, I'm thinking of Breakfast Club. Yeah. Because that that's the only two movies I've seen that girl in, mm-hmm. and I forgot most of 16 Candles. So you... Yeah, I was talking about Breakfast Club. 
Sorry about that. You took us the long way, that's for sure. Yeah, but she was rich in that movie. So, Kelly, hot or not? I can't decide. All right, would you? If if she's in a fuck, Mary kill, she's probably landing in the fuck <laughs> section. So uh, we'll say yes. All right, I'd like to do a fuck, Mary kill for you at some point. Because, like, okay, uh, choose three people from this movie. You're like, you fucking can't. You'd be like, I'll fuck her and marry her, then I'll fuck her and kill her, then I'll just fuck her and then fuck her again. I'm glad you didn't say killer than fucker in that right. in that sequence. All right, so let's let's do this. So we got Kelly, mm-hmm. we got the Latina, and then we got uh, Turbo. Bro, <laughs> well, I mean, kill I mean, Turbo. All right, so sorry. We, so we got we got the bitch. That's okay, Rhonda. Gosh, that's kind of hard. Is it? Uh, I think. Probably fuck Lucia, the Latina girl, Mino Inglés. Mary Kelly, because she has rich parents. Yep. And kill Rhonda, because she's a bitch and she's the least attractive. Okay. I don't disagree with that. (laughs) I mean, that's the only way. Way to follow your heart, though. (laughs) All right. So we got, um, I just wrote mime. There was a fucking mime in this. Introduced from what, minute five? And Never said anything. Think, well, mimes don't. Yeah, I know. It's just not surprising. They, they, well, what was so weird is so Ozone is showing Kelly the city center, and they meet the mime in the at the door, and he goes, magician, show him around. He called him magician. He's a fucking mime. Well, let me ask you this. There's no correlation to me between magicians and mimes. At all. No. I mean, they perform for entertainment, but that's it. Let me ask you this. <laughs> okay. Can a movie be a good movie if it has a mime in it at all? <laughs> I don't think Is so. Is that possible? <laughs> I mean, unless there was like like a documentary style movie about a very like a, a guy who all he wanted to do was become a mime or something. I'm not watching that. But he had like a really hard life. Like it's a documentary about most of his life. Getting, I guess not, because really it'd just be like the hardships of getting bullied for being a mime, which I'm not condoning, but I mean, isn't that just how it works? Unless you're in France, then maybe they, maybe mimes are, that's definitely a stereotype that I as an American make about France. That there's a mime on every corner. <laughs> but like, I feel like and they got like, the baguette in their frock it, their shirt pocket. And there's French music playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're trapped in a, in a telephone box or something. <laughs> like, just on the street. I think the only way that a movie could be a good movie with a mime in it is, like, if somebody's walking by and the mime starts doing something, they just punch him in the face. They <laughs> like, just lay him out. Like, getting in their way, like, being aggressive about where uh-huh. the box is placed that they're trapped in. <laughs> they're, like, like trying to pull them in with a rope, and they're not doing it, and... <laughs> I don't know. They just crack That's them across the head with, That's, a, with the butt of a gun. <laughs> it's been in movies before. All right. Um, <laughs> what else so is written? So all these dance things, I remember a time when you wanted to take some hip-hop dance lessons. I do, too. <laughs> so Why didn't you? So basically, I remember, I think it was in first grade. We're, we're all in the gym, at least my classes. And so we had there was an assembly that day, so we didn't have to do anything for PE. No arm circles. And it's a hip-hop instructor, which I remember him looking like, what was his name, Jesse McCartney? Like, he was like kind of like a Justin Bieber figure. 
He was on Zach and Cody for a little bit. Uh, I, I guess you don't remember. Just generic white guy, blonde, say, generic, dirty blonde yep. hair. Yeah. And so he starts teaching us these things. Like we had this whole like scripted section kind of thing, or not scripted, like a routine for the song Car Wash. Oh. And so there's like the. Show me. Come on, do it. No. So I was going to explain it. Like for the part where they're like the digging a ditch, you're digging a ditch. And like throwing the sand or sand, dirt, whatever behind your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then there was Raise the Roof was in it. What would that look like? Uh like a little kid trying to hip hop dance who has no talent with dancing. I have a lot of video of you dancing. And I saw some the other yeah, day. I did too. On my time hop. You, you showed doing, me. You're doing the Michael Jackson. Because I had a fedora. Complete with crotch grab. Yeah. At like eight. There's home video of me crotch grabbing. It's oh yeah. When I had uh-huh. long hair you and I had a fake mustache and I was like pinching it, my yeah, dick. I was gonna say it was in not the a, camera it was a pinch. lens. It was not a yeah. It was a pinch. And I was like, a, like I had a fake mustache on. Yep. And I got right up to the lens. It was like, <sighs> yep. That's my, my little kid videos are embarrassing. They're wonderful. And there's one where I have I presume my iPod Shuffle. Uh, I had a white T-shirt on. And my uh, pajama pants. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. And I'm just by our front door, and so they can video me from the living room, I guess. You knew damn well we were videoing you, Yeah, and I was just rocking out, popping out, I guess, king of pop. But my dance moves were a little bit clean. I mean, I was like eight, and I got the hang of a couple things. They were better than your sisters, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. I'd love to see her as the... Like, I wish she... I wish my sister was uh, casted instead of Kelly in this movie. Wow. So, so been we much could more see her doing her dances <laughs> the whole movie. All right. So this has happened like in the Step Up movies and stuff like that. Is there such thing as a tough dance troupe? Like, because they want, they like dance fought like a couple times, which is not, is not a fucking thing. It was a dance, it was a dance fight, kind of, because for some reason one guy. One team brought nunchucks, and of course, behind all of the like main character side, like they didn't have the miracles, we'll call them, because that's what the city center was. It was miracles. There were like the the metal, like Oscar the Grouch trash cans. There's the perfect amount for all of them to grab a, a lid shield. Mm-hmm. And then they, of course, what was so weird is they had an organized beef. Like they all did practice and did the routines, and they're like, all right. Beef is next Thursday. Let's keep practicing it. Then we're going to show up on your turf. And then we're going to do this battle we've been practicing for three fucking months. No different than Gladiator. You're talking about the choreographed blocking and swinging yeah, and ducking and stuff that, like that. That's, it's the same kind of deal mm-hmm. to me. It, it gets very corny. It's just so funny when they like almost fight and they're acting tough and then they decide to battle it through dancing. Like, let me at him so I can dance near his face. Then, no, there is no tough dance troupe except for the Jabberwockies. Do you remember that show? I do. Like America's Best Dance Troupe? Uh, yeah, but it was hosted by Mario Lopez. Mm-hmm. If that, that probably doesn't really narrow it down. No, because he hosts everything. <laughs> yeah. So it's either those, him or Nick Cannon. Those people could fucking dance, though. It, it, it was like a American Idol dance version that was not shitty, mm-hmm. like Dancing with the Stars. Like, yeah, I want to go dance with Kim Kardashian. 
Isn't that what that show is? Just a random person gets to dance with a celebrity? Well, I've never actually seen it. So celebrities in quotes. Really, it could be dancing uh, like with the listers. Dancing with the spares. <laughs> it might be like a a Baldwin that like is Eric Baldwin that nobody's ever heard of. Dancing or... with Paula Abdul. <laughs> no, I mean I think she would be like too much of an A lister to She's be. She's not an A lister, man. Everybody knows her name. These are people that you like, but she doesn't uh, do anything. I think I've heard of that person, or that person was famous twenty five years ago. Or... How about uh, the guy who played? Um... Miley Cyrus's Hannah Montana's brother. He could be on it. Yeah, that's a, Jason is was his name. Jackson. Except he's sixty two years old now, because <laughs> he was like thirty two when 32 he was in that. Thirty two in that show. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else I got. <laughs> I got. Uh, I wrote down armpits. Yeah. Remember? Do you know what that so, means? So, in like the final like fundraiser deal they're doing to try and save their place, there's a massive crowd. Like three cities worth of people came. And then there was this solo shot of, like, I think she was sitting on someone's shoulders in the crowd, maybe. This girl with both her arms in the air, like, vigorously cheering. And Harry Pitts. Full underarm bush. Yeah, which, I mean... I'm not about the all-natural. No, I I don't prefer it either. It was just very weird. (laughs) I mean, I just wasn't expecting it, really. And for them to just, like... I don't really... <laughs> it was a quick shot, and it was this girl with her arms raised with just huge underarm hair. She had more armpit hair than I've ever had. It's, it's like, what? Why? Why'd you show that? Because I think most people are like, oh, damn, when they saw that. Except I know for we maybe were. people in France again. So, <laughs> look, I, <laughs> so I guess this movie was maybe uh, the target audience might have been French people because they threw in the mime. It's, it's like a movie like Pearl Harbor which is supposed to be a war movie, but they turned it into a, a love story so women will go see it or something like mm. that. So I think they were really... they Look, they knew the domestic market for this movie wasn't going to yeah. be great, so they had to throw in some other things so the international box office could you know, could, could chip in a couple, a couple francs. Mm. <laughs> I thought of something worse than electric dum-dum. <laughs> I doubt it. It's the French version. Break into electric baguette. I told you. You said I doubt it. All right, how about breaking two electric? <laughs> that was nasty. That was bad. I like to. No. <laughs> I just realized the word I was about to say was uh, Italian. All right, well, let's see who can do the worst one. It was, go ahead and it go was, with it. Uh, the, That's a spicy meatball. It was spaghetti bolognese or whatever. I realized spaghetti is Italian. Electric two spaghetti uh, bolognese? No. <laughs> like. Uh, Breaking oh. two electric bolognese. Man, I don't feel so bad about Dum Dum anymore. <laughs> Not at all. Gosh. Um, yeah. Does underarm hair make armpits smell worse? I don't know. Like, because when I was stationed in Germany, one of my buddies had a girlfriend who had lots of underarm hair. Mm-hmm. Did she smell? So we were at a club. <laughs> this is weird. And. He was tired. He wanted to go out and smoke or something like that. He's like, hey, will you dance with my girlfriend so nobody else does? And I was drunk, so I'm like, sure. And so we're dancing. Dude, she stunk so bad. It was like fucking cheeseburger with onions. And That's I just how did, I used to, I don't really get B.O. as much as I did when I was like going through well, puberty. It's, yeah, it's a hormonal thing. But I, I just thought it was because she had hair under her arms. It could have just been she didn't have deodorant. But I don't know. Does underarm hair... Make you smell more? I, Why don't you shave your arm hair or armpit hair and find out? Because I got a big old skin tag under one, and I don't want to <laughs> cut that thing off of the razor. That's been there since I was a kid, for the record. 
And it's if handsome. you've ever seen SpongeBob, whenever uh, Squidward takes his first bite of a Krabby Patty and he like extends his mouth and teeth out like a horse and gets the tiniest bite, yep. you used to tell me to do that and you just get to, to rip it off. Yeah. I always thought it was funny, but it's gross. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I'm not an expert in that field. I always just felt like for some reason that the hairier the underarm, the more smell potential there was. I mean, maybe if, wrong, if, maybe right. I don't it know. feels like it would be a direct correlation in my head, but I feel like it might not. I don't know. All right, favorite parts? Shit. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, probably the coolest part was the rotating room. Where Turbo could dance. It, it made it look like... Because it still looked cool. It made it look like he was dancing on the ceiling because it's one of those things where it's a box and it turns and everything's like nailed down and the camera rotates with it. It was kind of cool. It, I, I mean, I it's, it's still one of those... It's not an optical illusion, but it, it makes your eye... It tricks your eyes. Mm -hmm. But that was probably my favorite part. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I guess my favorite part was... Um. Oh gosh, May maybe uh, let's just go with the hospital scene when the naughty nurses that look like porn stars yeah. came out and started dancing. Yeah, and, and I'll just you know that's they'll get mine. There was another one I have for comedic purposes that wasn't supposed to be comedic. I already went over it. It was whenever ozone was on the top of the building, and then all the people started appearing at the bottom because I. I had literally just said they don't know when enough is enough, and then it got even worse. Like, it had already been going on too long of just him, and then he created a fucking flash mob out of nowhere. There were like seven dancing flash mobs in this where <sighs> mailmen joined in and cops joined in and telephone pole climbers joined in. Yeah, and it was just, that. that was my favorite part to laugh at. Because it was perfect timing for me to have said they don't know when enough is enough, and then instantly it just got even worse. They really went. I mean, it was every song was like the extended version of that song times three. These dance sequences were literally like seven, eight minutes long. It felt like longer. They were yes. so long. They were way too long. Oh gosh! All right, uh, bucket of chicken. Shit. I'm going to give it to the little kid. There's like Fuck this little you. kid who, yeah. who liked to dance. They're, they all like to dance. There was this little kid who was a pretty good break dancer. He did like the wave and stuff with his arms and mm -hmm. kind of like the, the robot. He was really thing. young, like yeah. maybe six years, seven mm -hmm. years old. So uh, he gets my bucket of chicken. Shit. Um, I'll probably have to give mine to the hot nurses. Yeah. There's nowhere else. Dude, they were trashy though. <gasps> no, no. I'm giving mine... To um, <laughs> this is another good option for a comedic favorite part that wasn't meant to be comedic. To uh, Turbo's uh, stunt man. Oh wow! I, I was, <laughs> yeah, he fell down the stairs, and I'm like, "Did you see that?" And you rewound it because I, I wasn't paying attention. My heart wasn't in it at this moment. <laughs> uh, so he had hair. He Turbo kind of had the same hair as Michael Jackson in the Thriller music video. Kind of the like, just like permed, curly type, mm -hmm. and it went like was thick on the back end. It was just thick. It a had lot a, of it had a wetness to it. Yeah, he had that same hair. So he trips and falls down this long staircase, and 
Oh, lo and behold, there's just a guy that I guess they just found someone with the same skin tone as him, and we're like, all right, this is fine. But like, he had a buzz cut. And he looked about 40. And he looked way different. And he was a lot bigger. And he was just falling down the stairs. And it wasn't just like a split second nope. you see this stranger falling down the stairs. It's the whole time he's falling down the stairs. It looked like he fell down the stairs twice, is like, what they made it look like. It was just, he looked completely different. And and then so Turbo ends up in the hospital. He's got a cast on his arm and he has a cast on his leg. And literally, like, what, two hours went by in the movie, supposedly, we, in we, the timeline? I, I said, like, two and a half hours movie time, not actual time. And he's fully healed. Like, he's dancing. They cut his cast off with, like, hedge trimmers. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and it was just, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it was like a full knee down cast, including the foot. And even before they cut it off, the foot part was gone, so he could wear matching shoes. Fucking stupid. He's it's just he's quite the healer. Yeah, he healed very quickly. He's he, like, I think he could probably beat Wolverine. <laughs> one of the Avengers. I haven't seen the one that came out with End the game. Infinity Rings and all that you stuff. You saw Infinity War. I saw the first one. I didn't see the the last one. Yeah, that's Endgame. But game. what I really liked about that Avengers movie was seeing like Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. people. I enjoy the crossover there. It would be fantastic oh. if they would take a movie like Breaking Two, Electric Boogaloo, and like throw the Wolverine in there. You know, I often said like, what? There's like it the just show murders everybody. Well, like there's the show called Big Brother that these people come and they're locked in a house and they vote each other off. Survivor, and stuff like that. but. Millennial, yeah, like Olivia loves it. I don't really like it. Like I'm doing something else while it's on. I'm on my phone, but I I kind of pay attention. I always thought, you know what? It'd be a lot better if they just like left some rattlesnakes in there hidden or something. You know, it's something Dude, to wear. I just rattlesnakes will fucking kill you. I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, most of the people are. I would watch it. Are are pompous asses yeah. on that show? They'd sign a waiver, a, and it's all good. I and mean, there's a couple people who are cool, but it's like that big fat—not fat, but like fat as in like he's a big fat douchebag, but like a football player physique mm. gets with the cheerleader type girl who peaked in high school, and they finally like, well, not even finally, like the third day they're getting in the same bed, and there's just alligators at the end of it and they just bite off their legs and shit and like I'm, 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 that'd be okay i'm down with it I'm totally down with it because there's always a doucher in there that you just wish would just Dude. get his and they and they typically fucking make it it's like they're afraid to vote him out or something like vote that fucker out like yeah he's got it's because they got the posse there's all different types of douches on that show, and they all band together. I just, you know, hang a fucking King Cobra on the towel rack, so when they, they're they reaching to get out of the shower, it makes it more interesting. Or maybe, like, instead of dropping, like, a, a cold ice cup while they're showering, maybe some acid. Well, some very strong acid melt through their skull. I mean, that's not chance, though, you know? Well, what if the person misses? There's your chance. Okay, well, and like, it's just a we get a gallon Home Depot bucket of this acid, and then they there's no chance. But no, I'm saying that's that's a little. <laughs> you're, you're making it interesting. You're not making. I know. It a killing Let, show. Let's put some fucking black widows in the Lay's potato chip bag. So they reach in there. Maybe they get bit. Maybe they don't. You know. How about let's just make it more interesting. How about you when you go to sleep on some of the beds. It's, it turns into like a really slow conveyor belt. 
and we'll, we'll, you'll eventually fall off the bed into a meat grinder that will just destroy you. Damn. But if you, no. if you, it's really slow. So if you wake up during it, then you're free. You're trying to turn I'm not, it into saw. I'm not being no. unfair. I'm not being biased. I would die to that trap. I sleep with a big dog in my bed. Someone could vacuum my hair while I'm sleeping, and I probably wouldn't wake up. That's a weird thing to say. I'm just saying there's a vacuum being loud <laughs> close to my head, and I wouldn't wake up. So, you know, yes. Fantasy of yours or something? You came up with that pretty quick. All right. Score time. Uh, I'm going to give this a whopping 34. Are you really? I didn't have a like just a horrible time watching this. I mean, it felt like it was a lot longer than it was because of, it's probably because it was a lot of the same shit over and over, just a lot of the same people doing the same dances and a big crowd over and over and over. I think I said it in Hardcore Henry. If you're into the whole first-person video game watching, you're going to really enjoy that movie. So in this, if you're really into a bunch of the same dancing over and over... That's you're, mediocre. You're not going to like this movie. If you're into <laughs> what this movie is, you're not going to like this movie. This movie was terrible. The dance scenes went on forever. <laughs> but it's funny. I didn't see much of that dancing at all and thought, that's really kick-ass, because most no. of it was really fucking stupid. The acting was terrible. This is a terrible movie. The I acting was very I'm terrible. not saying that I sat there and was like, oh, God, kill me. It was amusing. But... It's a terrible movie. I give it an 11. <laughs> That's good. It's terrible. It's so terrible. Uh, <laughs> that, was, I, that was a good pick. I'm very happy. Oh, with I'm happy with it, too. I'm happy it, with it, It was too. funny to see this again because it had really been a long fucking time. Yeah, I hope to never see it again. <laughs> All right. Anything else? <sighs> no. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode number 60. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. You know that song played like eight times in this movie? Yeah, I was going to say all of them. And I, I said this earlier, though, so I guess I do have a little bit. The 80s music in this movie was like, you take all the weird niche keyboard settings to make it sound like all these different things. And terrible drum tracks. And you put it in a song. And some clapping. Yeah, you put it was just horribly composed. Give me a few hours, and I probably could do something like that. I mean, I have no music experience, so I'm, this is a a large claim. But I feel like I could do that. That that looks seemed like the easiest music to ever make. We got a Casio in here from like 1990. Yeah. It has some terrible it's, drum tracks it on it. I think and we could some, do that too. It just goes to show you that this movie had no clout, that they couldn't get like some Run DMC songs or just something that somebody knew in here to give it a little bit of credibility. It was so it bad. It was nothing. But anyway, we appreciate you listening. Have a movie mugging day. Yeah. Does this come installed with the pussy magnet?